Today's Dab is Dab Tazayan, page 16 in Meseches Rosh Hashanah. All right, let's get going. We're starting from the very top. We are up to the Mishnah. Brand new Mishnah. There's so much in our Gemara. A lot of good signs, by the way, because on today's Dab, we're going to cover um, some of this past uh, from this past Shabbos. We're going to quote the Haftarah. And we're also going to quote this coming week's Parsha. So it's Monday. We're kind of like in between. Last, both last week's uh, Parsha Shavuah and this coming week. So we got a few uh, good simonim on, uh, on today's daf. Some beautiful imudim. Unfortunately, we're going to, in order to cover ground, it's a long daf, so we can't dwell too much on all the Musar ideas, but we will try to chap um to the best of our ability. Let's get going. Zok the Mishnah. Tesayin Omod Aleph. Four times a year the world is judged. But Pesach on Pesach, the world is judged when we bring the carbon aimer, right? The world is judged on grain. But Tzaras Al Peres Elam on Shavuos for the fruits of the tree. So interestingly, the the Rosh Hashanah the Ilanos is two b'shvat, but the world is judged for Ilanos on Shavuos and Rosh Hashanah the entire humanity walks in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like B'nai Marayin. We will see shortly what B'nai Marayin means. We're not going to see it today, but we're going to have a few different shatim. It's a fascinating expression of this idea of B'nai Marayin. We'll just translate it literally, kind of like sheep. All right? But the Gemara is later going to show us it's also soldiers, so on and so forth. Okay. Shinemar, as it says, whoever fashions their hearts and understands all of their actions, and on Sukkis, we are judged on water. Okay, so there's four times a year that the world is judged. Pesach for grain, Shavuos for fruit, Rosh Hashanah, which we know as Tishrei for humanity, and on Sukkis, we are judged on water. Says the Gemara, what grain? Is judged on Pesach. We're talking about the previous grain. When did well, you know? When did all this, the grain that was just harvested, right? When was that decided? That was last year, so it can't be. It's referring to the grain that will be planted in the next year. Okay. Now, the planting was not done in the summer, right? The actual putting down of the seeds is done prior. Remember the Chadina Batadana? Do you mean to say that there's only one time a year that grain has a din, has a judgment? But we learned in a Let's say you have grain and there was a keri. Keri means a happenstance. Just a happenstance. Now we know there's no such thing as a coincidence, right? In. Uh, in uh, you know, in detective work, they say there's no such thing as a coincidence. As we know as Yidden, there's no such coincidence. There's Abish's fear in the belt. Well, we call it carry, carry a inus. Yeah, there was a happenstance or an inus. A person was prevented from doing, um, from uh, from uh, um, growing their grain. This happens before Pesach. So then you could you could say that this inus. And this carry that Hashem brought to the world was died, was decided on the previous Pesach. Pesach, but if it happened after Pesach, it was decided on the next year. Let's say something happens to a person. There's no such thing as a coincidence. It means it was decided last year's Rosh Hashanah slash Yom Kippur. 
if it's at Yom Kippur, then it's Nidan Labana. This is very interesting. Listen to this. We usually view, let's talk for a moment. We usually view it that Rosh Hashanah is the Yom Adin, and then Yom Kippur it's sealed. Interestingly, according to this Brisa, according to this Brisa, something that happens, ready, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, let's say Tavshim Pei Base, 5782, anything that happens to a person between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Tavshim Pei Base, was also decided the previous year. Even though you'd say, listen, if it's between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, it's now the next year. So it's this Rosh Hashanah that happened two days ago that judged it, right? It seems from this Bryce not like that. Okay? So you learn from here that um, there's, uh, there's two judgments. Each crop has two judgments, right? One is going to be, one judgment is going to be the Pesach before it's planted, and what's going to be Pesach closer to its harvesting, the Seder. And Amr Abayi, Abayi says, now that it's true, now that there's not only one particular din on Tavua, if a person sees that um, the, the things that he planted are being matzliach, are being successful, yeah? make sure to plant your next season faster. Yeah, to get this year's din in, because you see that you had a good din for this year, right? So you get a good din in, chaparayim, and plant less se- the, uh, and, and plant another season before the next Pesach, to Admati Lamedaina, because until you reach the next time of judgment, Kadim Salik. Ah, it already has started growing, and you could rely on last year's Guta Mazel. Beautiful. Money Masisu, who's done of our mission? Lairib, Mayor of Lairib, Yudav Lairib, Yaisi, Lairib, Yenosin, yet in classic Amara style. When the Gemara asks who the Tan is, the Gemara says, first I'll tell you who it's not. Yeah? First I'll tell you who it's not. Who is it not? It's not Reb Meir, Reb Yudah, Reb Ezir, or Nosan. Reb Reisa says, Hakoni done in Rosh Hashanah. Everything is decided on Rosh Hashanah. Tishrei. Ugezar din shalahem natna anachtam biyam kippurim. And the decree is sealed on Yom Kippur. Practically, we know that this is how we paskin for humanity at least, Right? Everything, listen to this, is decreed on Rosh Hashanah, but things are only sealed at different times. There's different times. Depending on what it is, there's going to be a different time that the Pesach on that thing is sealed. On Pesach, what is the time for sealing? Pesach is, is, is the sealing of the Gezar Din of Tavuah. Ba'atzeres on Shavuos, alteres ilam. It's on the fruit of the tree. Bechad, yidon alamayim. Yidus. V'adam nidon v'roshonu v'gzardina shalai nechtam v'yom ekipur. Okay? Says Zotar Behuda like this. Fascinating. When we say that at four times of the year, our Mishnah, which says, there's four times of the year the world is judged, actually, here's what happens. Rosh Hashanah, everything is decided. What does it mean that Pesach is the Tvua? That's when the Chasimah happens on the Tvua. And what does it mean on Shavuos, the fruit? That's when the Chasimah happens on the fruit, so on and so forth, okay? Huh? Well, because we're not calling it Rosh Hashanah, we're just calling it a Chasimah. Yeah, very good. We're just calling it a Chasimah, though, so it's not, it's not the day of judgment. All right. He says, a person, listen to this, is murdered. A person is judged every single day. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu checks us out each morning to determine whether we're worthy of being woken up. Hashem believes in us and trusts us and judges us 
whether we're zeichet to be awake that day. says, a person is judged at every moment. Yeah, we are we have bechina. We are looked at and inspected each and every moment. So our Mishnah uh, doesn't seem to go like any one of these four opinions. And our Mishnah is only referring to the Gezardin. What about Adam? Because by Adam we said that there is a judgment on Rosh Hashanah, but there's a Chasima on Yom Kippur. That itself is a contradiction because our Mishnah doesn't mention Yom Kippur. So Rabbi Yehuda seems to be the closest to our Mishnah, but since the Mishnah doesn't mention Yom Kippur, it doesn't need to be Rabbi Yehuda either. So Amar Rabbi, Rabbi says, no, let me tell you. The Tana of our Mishnah is the Yeshiva of Rabbi Yishmol. The Tana of Rabbi Yishmol. They learned from the Yeshiva of Rabbi Yishmol. Ba'arbal prokem ha'ilum nidoin. There's four times during the other world is judged. Ba'pazach ha'latvua ba'tzeras on grain. Ba'tzeras on shavuah ha'peret zilah. The fruit of the tree. B'chag sukkis nidoin ha'lamayim. Water. Ba'odam nidoin b'rashon ha'gzardini shal nechtam b'ashalai nechtam b'yam ha'kipurim. Ve'chikatani masnesin atchilas din. And Taka, our Mishnah is only going on the Tchilas din. When do we say that it's the Ilam Nidain? That's the start. But we're going to say that according to the Bishmemish of Rabbi Shmuel, that is, again, that's the start, that's the Hatzhala, but he holds it is not the end. The judgment actually, interestingly, I'll be lumdus. Ready for this? The judgment just starts, Yom Roshan. And it kind of keeps going throughout the Aser Shemichuva. And then on Yom Kippur, it finally stops. Okay. Previously in the Mishnah, we, it seemed to imply that everything, beginning and end, the whole judgment took place on Rosh Hashanah, except it was sealed later, which we'll see later on. It was sealed later. According to what we're saying now, it's like the judgment starts, but keeps going until Yom Kippur. That's the... Uh, okay. And we'll, we'll, we're going to ultimately, towards the uh, Onomad base, we're going to start pulling a lot of this together. Amar of Chisra of Chisra says, My time with Rabbi Yaisi. What is the reason for Rabbi Yaisi? He says, A person is judged every single day. Amar time, he says, What do you mean when he's for Rabbi Yaisi? He gave us a reason. He says, checks us out every morning, every biker. Yeah, we're looked at. What do you mean? What's, why does he have his opinion? He's got a pasuk. He says, No. This is our question. My time with Rabbi Yaisi. Why is Rabbi Yaisi arguing on Rav Nassim? Rav, Nassim, Rav Yaisi had a pasuk of Levakarim Tivkadenu Hashem judge us every morning. Rav Nassim brought a pasuk of Liragaim Tivkadenu that Hashem checks us out every moment. So the question is, why does Rav Yaisi prefer the pasuk talking about every morning once a day as opposed to the pasuk which seems to imply we're judged every moment? Why does he prefer that pasuk? Says the Gemara, Anon Hachi Karmina. My time of the Yomakir of Nasan, Bechina Eyune Ba'almahi. I'll tell you the reason why. Because he says Bechina, right, which we, we know as, uh, as an exam paper, yeah, like a test. So Bechina, what does that mean? He says it means to be Ma'ayin. Hashem looks at our actions, not that Hashem is judging us every moment. Rabbi Yaisi interprets that word to mean Hashem is not judging us every moment. Hashem is looking at us, gazing at us, testing us, so to speak, every moment. But if that's true, so then the Pasuk of Vatif Kedenu, Libakarim, Vatif Kedenu, to be Pakada, right? Vashem Pakada Asarak, Asher Amar, right? Ask the Gemara, 
that it, but that word itself is also does not mean a judgment. That also means that Hashem remembered and Hashem looked at. So why does we're back to our question? Why does Rabbi Yaisi prefer the pasuk of Vatifkedenu lebekarim, which which seems to imply we're only judged each morning, as opposed to leregaim tivchanenu? Each one doesn't directly mention judgment. Judgment. El Amar of Chista, rather of Chista says, The reason for Rabbi Yaisi is from here. We're backing off of his source being Vatifkedenu lebekarim and it's a new pasuk, and that is. Uh, takes the judgment of his servant. And the judgment of you have very clearly the word mishpat, the word judgment, can, together with every single day, daily, and therefore says Rabbi Yaisi, that is going to be my source, that every day a person has a judgment. And Rav Chista says, Melech v'tzibur. If you have a king that has a court case, and you have a tibur, a congregation, a group of people that are being judged, Melech the king has kadima. The king is handled first. Shenemar abdai. First is Eved, the leader, and then Umishpat Ami Yisrael. My time. Hey, what is the reason why the king Taka comes first. What's this for? One reason is it's not it's not respectful. If a king is in a position of royalty, it's a dis, it's disrespectful to that position. Okay? Or you could say that, listen, when you have one person, or you got a lot of people. Where are you going to find the bigger problem? Usually, Amongst more people, right? Get a hundred people to stand in judgment, for example, and one person to stand in judgment. So, by if you if you take the klal first, the tibur first, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu took Kaviyachol, the bezdin is judging a hundred people, and you're going through all the issues and all the averus of these people. By the time you're done with the first hundred, it's like hello, like Shanganot, cut it out. Enough with the averus. Now the king shows up, and the the court Kaviyachol, so to speak, is already tired of hearing about all the averus, and the the king's going to be in trouble. So we tell the king, listen, he's standing online in Aldi's. Yeah, he's standing online in Aldi's. He got a basket full of stuff. One guy standing behind you with a with a, a little granola bar. You're like, you can go in front of me. You know what I mean? You'll be ten seconds. Gag isn't the hate. You know what I mean? So we tell the Melech, okay, you go in front. That's the other reason. Omar Yosef. Yosef says, Keman Matina Ibn Listen to this. Who are we following now that we daven Shachros Minchamariv? <laughs> it's not a shayla. This is not a question searching for information. Rabbi Yosef is asking a challenging question. You're telling me everything is paskind on Rosh Hashanah. Why in the world are we davening for things? We come from Rosh Hashanah. It's already paskind. <laughs> Go home. It says, come on, Rabbi Yosef. Yeah, Rabbi Yosef says every day. Right? Why are we davening for uh, for sick people? Okay. Sivi by Yisaim, I don't care about it. You can say it's like the Rabbana. Uch Rabbi Yitzchak, Dom Rabbi Yitzchak, Yafet Ha'akal La'adam, Bein Kaidam Gzardin, Bein Lacha Gzardin. When you have a Gzardin, it doesn't change a person's Tza'akal. When a person cries out to the Rabbana Shalalim, okay, that Tzfilah can still be answered even if you have a Gzardin, even if you have a Gmardin. Tzfilah could change. 
the Gemara did. Now, I want to pause here for a minute before you go right there. I know we got ground to cover. There is a, it's worthwhile if anybody's able to read Taisus. Okay? The third Taisus on this Umbud says that it makes a fascinating point. And the Rishonim get heavily involved in this, where they point out that um, if you look about nine, ten lines into the third Taisus, Keman Matslinon, says, is going to blow your mind. We can have a four hour conversation afterwards. Okay? Don't hit the roof. But listen to this. He says, nowadays, a person should never daven not to get sick. You're wasting your time. Whether or not a person will get sick, says Rabbeinu Tam, that was decided on Rosh Hashanah. And this is why he says, we only daven in Shemayna Esrei, we don't daven not to get sick, we daven for Rafa'inu. Heal us once we're sick. We could daven to remove the sickness. But a person is not in control. You could daven to be healed. A person is not in control over whether or not they'll get sick in the first place. Okay? A person's not in control. Now, you don't need to think too far. We're all living in a fascinating time where our American society thinks that if they do certain things, they won't get sick. And the answer is, it ain't true. If Hashem wants you to get sick, you'll get sick. It's just a matter of how sick and how fast we'll get healed, according to Rabbeinu Tam. Not everybody agrees with this. And I don't believe Rabbeinu Tam is either an anti-vaxxer. I don't think Rabbeinu Tam is saying, don't get the vaccine, it's not going to help, and you'll get sick whether Hashem wants to get you sick. No, a, person's a, a person is permitted and supposed to, you know, do what you can to stay healthy. The same way you're supposed to eat healthy foods and uh, not just eat donuts the whole day. Okay? So then what category does a vaccine go into? Okay, go ask a shayla. It seems from the G'daylim, the Rav Chaim Kanievsky, amongst the, the other G'daylim, recommend the vaccine. So we got vaccinated. But people who think that they're going to get six vaccines with eight boosters and wear an entire pack of masks on their face, there's no chance they'll get COVID, is a shaita, is a fool. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you, you can't, we, we see this in our own. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides there's going to be an illness, there'll be an illness. Of course, we do what we can. But, but we daven, it's so fascinating. With Rabbeinu Tam, we daven for refuah. We don't want to be, but to stop something, we're not in control of the world. It takes humility and it takes to be an Ebed Hashem. We realize how ultimately, we could just try. So all we can do is try. Ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who's going to decide and all the scientists and everybody, oh, if you do this, you won't get it. It's Mishigas. It's not true. It's not true. Okay, Vaitra, let's keep going. Tanya Lantana Brahis, Amr Vidu, Mishum Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Huda says, Name Rabbi Akiva, Name Ma, Amr Tayra Hibiu, Amr Pesach. Why is there a say they bring the carbon Amr on Pesach? Nisha Pesach, Zman Tvuhu. Because we said Pesach, the world is judged on great. Amr Kuz Baruch, Kuz Baruch, says, If you look on Amr Pesach, bring in front of me the carbon Amr on Pesach, Kadesha, Tisvarech, Lochem Tvuhu, Shabbosadeis, so that the grain in the field will be Mevarech. Will be blessed. You'll see blessing. Why do we bring the special two breads on Shavuos? So what does what does the bread have to do with fruits of a tree? The says the Holy One, blessed is He says, 
in order that the fruits of the tree will be blessed. Okay. Now, you can ask, what's the shaykhis between fruit and grain? And the reason why you're allowed to ask that is because Rashi's bothered with this. Yeah? Rashi's bothered with this. And Rashi explains that trees get their nutrition from the ground, and bread represents what the soil of the ground is able to offer. So if you have luscious grain, if you have luscious bread that's able to be produced, that's a simon type. It's a good sign for the fruits as well. Why does there say to do the the nisr chamayim, the pouring of the water also? This is so interesting. You know something? You know what you see so far? I mean, we've got to keep going. But you know what you see? If you want bracha, you got to just start doing something together. Do something. There's bracha could, could give us the bracha. But Hashem says, there's bracha going. So, so go do something. Just start it. Like, kind of like get the show on the road, you know? Pour the water. Ah, bracha. Yeah? Um, bring the shtei halachem. Ah, gavaldika fruits. So on and so forth. Yeah? Start something. Give me a pezach. Give me a little bit of an opening so I could go and just, you know, stop in the rest of the bracha. Why? Because then I could, then you're opening up that pathway for me, to, for the blessing of me being your king. Imagine, imagine like literally, is like, you know, our king and totally in control. You kidding me? Everything's taken care of. There's nothing, there's nothing to worry about. Nothing to talk about. And so that your zikaran should be in front of me, Litaiva. Uba meh. And with what? Bishaifer. The way to do this is by blowing the shaifer. Mom is beautiful. says to explain this. Lama why do we use the shaifer of a ram? Here we go. This week's parsha. Parsha's by Aram. When you blow the shoifer, you are the children of Avram, Avram and Yitzchak, yeah, and Yaakov, but Avram and Yitzchak for this particular incident. And I'll consider it as if you were mamish part of the Akedah. Okay? The Amar of Yitzchak and Yitzchak says, Lama taken Brashana. Why specifically on Rosh Hashanah do we blow the shaifer? Says Gemara, what do you mean? What's Lama Taikin? Why do we blow the shaifer Rosh Hashanah? Excuse me, you ever learned some Pukim in the Torah? Lama Taikin, Rachmana, Amar Tiku, because the Torah says you blow a shaifer, Tiku, yeah? Ela Lama Merit. Says, we know why we blow a Takiya. Why do you blow a true? Why do you blow a broken sound? Says Gemara, Merit also. Rachmana, Amar Zechrein, true. Rosh Hashanah is a remembrance with a true, with a true sound. Ella, rather. We gotta, we gotta ask a better question, yeah. If we're gonna ask a question, it's gonna be Lama Taikin Umiriim Kishehem Yoshim. Why do we blow a Takiya and Sharua when people are? It's called the Takiyas Demi Yoshiv when people are sitting. Now we turn to Tazayin Amud Beis. The Taikin Umiriim Kishehem. Then we blow again later on by um, uh, later on after the Shemayna Esrei. Okay, so. Now, sitting and, and sitting is not talking about practically lahalacha. You could be yitzi even if you're sitting during the standing ones, but there's two categories. And we want to know, why do we blow these? It goes 30, 30, 40. Why is it 30 tekiyas de miyomid? Why is it 30 tekiyas de miyoshev? Says the Gemara, kidei la'arbe vasatan. In order to confuse the satan. Vas meint. What does this mean? Zot Rashi and the other Rishayim like this. What does it mean you're going to confuse the satan? You know what it means? 
How many blasts do you need to hear me derise? 30. When you blow 30 and 30 and you do it twice, you know what we're doing? That's going lefnim mishura sadeh. We're going above and beyond the letter of the law. We are chassidim. That's what a chassid is. A chassid does something not just because I'm commanded to do it, but because I'm one with the Rabbanu Shalom. I want to be doing this. I want to make... When we do this, it's ma'arve basatan. Confusing the satan doesn't mean the satan doesn't have a brain to get confused. But rather, the satan, what does he do? He testifies against Kal Yisrael. When we do things that are above what we're commanded to do, the satan can't even open his mouth. Can't even start. What's he going to do? Tell the bunch of them, oh, look at these people. Because the bunch of them looking down at us and smiling. We have 30. Yeah, then we blow 30 more. He's like, hello, what are you telling me about my people? They got problems? Look at them. Look at the Gavaldic. Look how Gavaldic they are. And let's keep reading about how Gavaldic we are. Which, keep in mind, my Bubby Per, my mother's mother, whenever somebody would speak Lashon Hara about Kal Yisrael, she would say, say what you want. We're still the best the Lord has. And Rabbi Yitzchak says, any year which they didn't have a chance to blow Shoifer, it's not a good sign. Maria and Labisaifa, there's going to be a Maria. Maria is a cries. There's going to be cries out at the end. My time of the law, Irb of Satan, because yeah, the Satan was able to uh, open his mouth. So if we didn't do this, yeah, the Satan's able to open his mouth. We don't want to give him that opportunity. Any Rosh Hashanah, where um, there's a Russia betchilasa. Now, Russia here is not Russian ayin in bad. Russia means there is um, a lowering of oneself. Yeah, it's like poverty, like a, a lowering of oneself, meaning there's like humility. Yeah, we come to Akabish Baruch Hu as paupers, as poor people. Miss Asheras Besaifa. There's going to be Ishur, there's going to be wealth at the end. Shinamar Meresh's Hashana. From the beginning of the year, okay, until the end, when you have the racious, then that that is a sign that in the end it will have an achris. An achris means a fruition, something that was something positive, a positive outcome. What a powerful chesed that Kaddish Baruch Hu does for us on Rosh Hashanah. We stand in front of Kaddish Baruch Hu on the Yemadin, and Kaddish Baruch Hu judges us not by our actions, the previous actions, but by who we are when we stand right in front of Him. Baruch Hu listened to the sounds of Yishmael as He was at that time. We know Chazal teach us that the Malachim wanted Yishmael to die. They knew that Yishmael's descendants are going to cause a lot of tsaras for Klal Yisrael. And Kaddish Baruch Hu said, Name, despite that, even so, Right now, Yishmael is a tzaddik in this particular moment, and therefore, I'm going to save him. There's three things that if a person puts themselves into these situations, HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks and uh, gives us like a, checks us out, you know, well, I'll call it, it's called a double take, when like you look twice. You look at something, then you look again to see if, if there's something more there. We call it a double take. Right? It's like a, a second look. There's three things if you do it. Cause it goes broke to take a second look at our zuchosin, at how worthy we are. Very powerful, Bryce. Listen to this. Here, notoy. Literally, it's a leaning wall. What this means is a person who puts themselves into a matzav of sakana. We're forcing a Baruch Hu 
to look at us and say, Am I, is this person worthy of me saving them? Okay? The Ion Tefillah. And Ion Tefillah. You know what Ion Tefillah is? Ion Tefillah is when I look at my own Tefillahs and I say, oh, God, you're my employee. You tell me to daven, you better answer. You better answer. You told me to daven, I expect, I expect positive results. You know what Kodesh Baruch is going to say? Okay. If that's it, I'm going to look at you, see what you're zeichet to. Tata, like, where are you holding? Where are you holding this? Are you worthy of your tefillah being answered? Okay? So, make sure if we do such a thing, <laughs> that, that we're worthy. Okay? And a person who passes judgment on his friend. When we judge others, because broker says, oh, okay, you touch us, so tell me you're a tough guy. You're speaking much more about that guy. Right? You're passing judgment, even if you don't speak, and you're thinking about that person negatively. Yeah, okay, let's see if you're the best uh, uh, tzaddik around. The Yomar of Chanun, anybody who passes judgment on his friend, he's punished first. This is this week's parsha. The, the Pasuk's not from this week's parsha, but the lessons from this week's parsha. It says, When Hagar viewed Sarah with a negative, with negativity, so Sarah kind of shifted the blame on Avram. And she, he said, she said to Avram, it's because of you that, that Hagar doesn't respect me properly and Hagar and Yishmael need to leave the home. And it says in Parshavayir, So this is why Sarah passed away before Avram. Because she passed judgment on Avram and ultimately this is why she died before him. What do you mean? With the curse. Havali Banim. Yeah, except that we find that it was Yaakov's curse to her that ultimately the Chazal is what teaches us caused her to not be buried with him. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Ruben's bring up an interesting idea. You find that um, Rachel was one of the wives that complained to Yaakov and she also passed away, um, passed away before. All right, maybe there's a theme over there. I haven't seen it in the Mepharshim, but perhaps. So those were a few things that bring Hashem to give us judgment. But there's four things that remove an evil decree. Eloheim. What are the things that remove an evil decree? Tzedakah. Giving charity. Tzedakah. Tzedakah. Crying out. Shining Hashem. Changing one's name. Which means changing one's um, outlook and focus. Because we know that a name... A person's name has an impact on who they are as a person. And also a change from one's actions, changing one's ways. And let's prove each one. Tzedakah, how do we know that tzedakah removes the gzardin of a person? We cried out took us out. Okay. Like Jacob's brother changed the name to Sarah. And I'm going to give you and her a son. So you see, there's something together with the change of a name that brings, that can help bring a change in the decree. And because he saw what was going on, Jacob's brother. Um, originally planned on wiping them out, but ultimately, um, ultimately did not do it. Even the shinoi makum, even moving um, to a place where nobody knows you. 
yeah, losing your kind of it, uh, the tzaddikim used to do this until recently. It's called they, they were prav gulos. Yeah, there's a lot of hedigah chasidish shemaisulach, hedigah chasidish stories of the rebbes that would go around and prav gulos. They would put themselves into gulos. Why would they do this? To to learn. <laughs> To learn that we're not all that. When you're in your own town and people know who you are, there's a certain element of covet. Eh? You learn to live for the rabbinish level as opposed to living for your society. Okay? And how do we know that Shunei Makam works? Go from your land and then once you leave, I'll give you the bracha of making you to a great nation. So you see that Shunei Makam also brings um, a, a tears up the gzar din ve'idach the Omar, who doesn't say Shinoi Makam is based off of Avram Avinu, is going to say it because it was the schus of living in Eretz Yisrael that brought the mazel, not the schus of necessarily just changing your place. Rabbi says, visit his Rebbe on Pesach Shavuos and Sukkah Last week's parsha Haftaira. Yeah, the Isha Shunamis. Yeah? She said, Why are we going to Elisha? Is it Rishhaidash? Is it Shabbos? Mechal, the Rishhaidash, Rishhaidash, Yibar, the Mezo? Yeah? Yeah. Right here. But yeah, I mean, yeah, along with her husband. She said to her husband. So she was going to there with her husband. So the Mishpacha, a family. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they were going together. And they wanted, she wanted to, to travel with her husband to Elisha. And he said, why? It's not, there's no special regal. There's no special occasion that, uh, that we should be going. So you see that on special occasions, a person should go to see their rem. A person should be mitire himself on yomtiv. You should not touch their nevelas. A person should not become tomei. Tani nami yach, we learned the rabbis a similar view. And if lost them, I say go yach, the Yisrael muzar mamaga nevela. I would have said that a regular Yisrael is not allowed to become tummy through touching a nevela. Tami lamar, emra la kahanim b'nei ar. That b'nei ar and muzarim. The kahanim need to be careful not to become tummy b'nei Yisrael and muzar. There's no avera of a ben Yisrael, a regular Yisrael, of becoming tummy with nevela. Malay dvarim kalachemer. Shouldn't they come to kalachemer? Matzavachamura. When it comes to tumachamura, what's the most chamur dika tuma? Right? Mace. A dead body. Kahanim are warned and you say they are not warned. When it comes to an Avela like Koshkin, how much more so? Why do I need a Pusuk to tell me when it comes to an Avela? Oh, Yisrael could. Yes, yeah, If Yisrael could by a Tomei Mace, or Yisrael should be able to become Tomei by Tomas Navela. Ella, Matam Alem, Rav Lassim Aisigo. Why do I need the Pusuk of Lassim Aisigo? What did I gain by that? Berego, letting us know that even on a, that um, it, uh, even though during the year, a Yisrael is allowed to be Tomei with a Nevela, but when it comes to the Rego, when it comes to Yom Tif, everybody is obligated to make sure that they remain in a state of Tahara. Okay. We're not going to end this daf by going back to the conversation about Rosh Hashanah. All right? Rosh Hashanah particularly, the Brisa, the, the Mishnah, the beginning of the daf spoke about the four days of judgment. We're going to talk about Rosh Hashanah itself. The one that we know of, Rish Chedesh Tishrei, for humans. Omar Reb Kruspadoi, Omar Reb Yechon. Reb Kruspadoi says the name of Yechon. Fascinating Gemara. Shlaisha Devarim Netachem Rosh Hashanah. Sweet books open Rosh Hashanah. Echad Shal Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara. 
one book's got the names of the complete Rishon. One book's of the complete Tzadikim. And one Rishon is for the Benim. The completely, the complete tzaddikim immediately, seemingly on Rosh Hashanah, right? They're already signed for life. Rishon Gemurim, Nechtam Nechtam La'Alter Lemisa, Be'inanim Kliyim Ba'inim Rosh Hashanah Ba'Yam Kipurim, Zochu Nechtam L'Chaim. If they do tshuva, by the time they get the Yom Kippur, then they're written for life. Lai Zochu Nechtam Lemisa. If they're not zaycha, then they are written for death. What's the obvious question? It's not true. Not true. This price is not true. Right? We asked this on Rosh Hashanah. We asked Rosh Hashanah morning. If this price would be true, where is Rabbi Akiva? Where is Roshim Bar Yechai? Where is Maish Rabbeinu? Where is all the Heleget Tzadikim? Where is the Chavetz Chaim? There are certainly Tzadikim Gemurim and they should be written. And why is it that there's Rishon Gemurim? Yeah, the, whoever the head of Iran is, all these people that want to have uh, the Yidin wiped off the face of the map. And they're living year to year. What do you mean? What, so what does Natsach and Tzachim mean? Very good. Very good. So Zach, some of them, there's a few answers given, but, but um, I believe it's the Rambam says, quotes his Bryson, and he says, this is talking about uh, real Chayim. Real Chayim, real life. Yeah? The book of real life. Not the book of just life in this world, but the book of the life uh, of life meaning. It's so fascinating. Ready for this? On Rosh Hashanah, we're not just davening to live. We're asking for a life where we're zaycha, that this year should be an Eilam Habadika year. Beautiful. Not just that I should breathe this year, but what's being judged is how much Ruchnius am I going to be zaycha to have? Some people are just not zaycha to have Ruchnius in their life. And we need a, we need a, we need a shoulder of I'm davening for this. I'm interested in this. I want to have. I, I want to have a relationship with you this year. And that's the Chaim we're davening for. And a Rasha Gomor, listen to this, is, not, is going to be written to not have the opportunity for, uh, obviously things could change. Through Tzvila, or through a person's Mises. We say they could change uh, what a decree is, right? But the, it's fascinating how HaKadosh Baruch like polarizes this with the, and takes away opportunity based upon where a, a person's actions. Amrav um, Ravav says, my crop. Now this is going to take us on to tomorrow's daf, so we'll do a little bit, and then we'll get to tomorrow's daf, we'll kind of stop in the middle of the decision. It says, They should be erased from the book of life, and with the tzaddikim, they should not be written. What does that mean? They should be erased from the sefer, the tzaddikim should be erased from the book of the rishon. Chaim is referring to the sefer, the book of the tzaddikim. They're not yet written with the tzaddikim because they're currently beinanim. Is another proof that there's three books. If you're not, if you're going to destroy Klal Yisrael, erase me from your sefer. Erase me from the book of the wicked. Your sefer is a sefer that sefer shall shall tzaddikim. Asher kasof that you wrote the sefer. Shell bin and this is referred to safer of bin. Tanya we learned in a brisa. There are three groups of people by the ultimate time of what? Not talking about Rosh Hashanah right now. We're talking about a different yaim hadin. What is the yaim hadin? 
in the times of Tchiyas HaMesim, Achashal Tzadikim Gemurim, Ve'achashal Rishoim Gemurim, Ve'achashal Benim, Tzadikim Gemurim Nechtovim Nechtovim Alter L'chayayilom, Tzadikim Gemurim are written and sealed immediately for Achayayilom, eternal life in this world. They're going to have Tchiyas HaMesim. Rishoim Gemurim Nechtovim Nechtovim Alter L'chayayilom, they're not going to be zeichel to come back. Shinemar v'rabim miyashenei admas ofar, many of those who are sleeping in the dust, yakitsu, they are, yakitsu eila l'chayei, yakitsu, they're going to wake up, eila chayei oilam, ve'eila l'charafais l'didon oilam. Aha, some people are going to wake up for chayei oilam, for a life of ganeidem, and some are going to wake up l'charafais l'didon oilam, that are going to have eternal um, embarrassment. Benanim yardim legehenim. What's a benanim? You know what's going you know to happen with them? Initially, an average person who's got some mitzvah, some averis, initially will go down to Gehenim, and now we turn to tomorrow's daf, umitzaftifim ba'ilim. And then they're going to have tsaris in Gehenim, but ultimately they're going to come out. They'll be able to find their place amongst the tzaddikim. Shenemar behebesi es ashlishish ba'ish, and I'll bring that third group into the fire, referring to Gehenim. Utraftem kitzraif es hakesef, and they'll be purified the same way silver is purified. Ubechantiv kivchayn es azov, and they're going to be pure, purified, like a person purifies gold. Hu yikra b'shmi, then he will be called out in my name. Vaani ena isai, and I will answer that group. Vaaleim al mechan. Achana said about the third group. Hashem nameus umechaya meirid shaoviyol. Because Baruch brings death and life, and brings those to Gehenim, but brings them back out as well. So the third group is going to have some purification in Gehenim, but ultimately be zaycheh. Beisolaimim v'rav chesed. What does it mean, v'rav chesed? That Hakadosh Baruch Hu has tremendous kindness. Mate kalapei chesed. It means that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to turn the scales to, of his kindness. And according to Beisol, listen to this: the Bainanim, as long as they have a little more, um, a little more um, mitzvahs than averis won't even have to go down to Gehenim. I love when Hashem listens to my voice. I was poor, but who saved me, meaning that even when I'm poor and I have a virus, because the Baruch who's still going to hold on to me, I'm not even going to have to go through um, that uh, that process. Okay, we're going to focus on tomorrow. I ran through the last few lines. Tomorrow we'll pick up with a little bit of explanation on the last thing that we read. And pick up from Paisha Yisrael Begufan. We're doing DAF this week at 6.30, Bez Hashem. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.